Welcome to the worst nightmare of all. Reality. Explore the lesser-known stories of our unknown world. Join the pursuit of the paranormal with Ash and Greg. How's it going, Ash? Good, good, good. I'm not doing too bad, are you, Greg? Good, thanks. I've just been thinking that that's the intro, and that's the question I ask you every episode. I know, so it's always you asking through, me. Yeah, people going through the, in, like, the episodes must go, oh my God, is that all they talk about right <laughs> at the start? But no, good th- things good with you, Ash, yeah? All good. We're starting all to get good. rain in the UK, so we're... Yes, for the first time in a while. That. Yeah, yeah. It's almost been like desert out there, so it's all good. It's all good. So tonight, we are joined by Daryl. Daryl is joining us from South Africa, um, which is awesome. And I came across Daryl's Twitter account some time ago um, and was fascinated by one of the pictures they would put up, which we'll, we'll go into during the podcast. But then I, I clicked on his bio, and that perked my interest as well, which was nature photographer, and I'm caught up in something amazing. I was like, okay, okay, that's 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 quite interesting, and I'm pretty sure that's the kind of thing I like to have a little look at because that's quite a, a bold statement to put out <laughs> in your bio. So, welcome along, Daryl. How are you? Thank you very much, guys. I'm good, thank you. How's the how's life treating you post COVID um, and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, it's very difficult to say. I, I built a lodge on a I built a, a lodge on a on a lake. And oh, wow. I started I started building eight months before lockdown and then they locked us down and then I had the two years by myself to do everything we're gonna talk about. Oh wow. It wouldn't have happened if I wasn't locked up in my own camp by myself. It was it, wow. it was it was quite something. But business wise, not fantastic. Um right. even today our tourism hasn't picked up, so every day is a struggle. I think it's, it's starting to get slowly better, I think. The airports in the UK are chaos, but people are able to leave um, and start getting around. So hopefully things will start to get back to a new normal as we as we sort of go towards the end of the year and next year. But so And we, we actually started this podcast during lockdown as well. Oh, so, awesome. Yeah, so um, awesome. a lot of good things come out of lockdown i won't say covid but lockdown it, it gave people an opportunity to to reevaluate things and, and look at things hence where you saying that it gave you an opportunity to start looking at this so before we get to that could, do you want to give us sort of a, like a, a little backstory for yourself um what got so you've been taking photos and videos of of interesting um I don't know what you would call them, objects. I, 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 I named them the elementals to stay clear the from elements. this rhetoric, you know, and, and just concentrate yeah. as a nature photographer on what I'm filming. Yeah. And then here we are. Cool. So you use elementals. So you, I've seen you use drone footage as well, which is obviously great. Yes. So you can get a high up point of view. So <clears throat> you're a photographer. Lockdown happened. How did you get to the elementals? Um, 
Um, okay, okay, okay. Let's let's be realistic. There, I think it's yeah. a deeper story in my life, but that that will be for a whole other podcast. <laughs> uh, okay. Excuse my dog's barking. Um, how I how I really found them is I got given a drone assignment to do a lake system in Cozy Bay um, by a client who owned a boat charter. So I took the drone up at five o'clock in the evening, half past five in the evening, beautiful sunset, and the sky had just this beautiful pink haze, thick layer, a band. And I never noticed anything. I delivered the content to the client. The client loved it. And about four months later, I just wanted to use a snippet for my own creative work. And I, and I went into there. I took a snippet. And in the film came this white flash. And I'm like, you've got to look at that white flash. And I was like, it's impossible. What is this? And then I was able to reverse it. And I could follow the track 15 kilometers away in the distance in the mountain. And then nothing can travel 15 kilometers in one second. And then I was like, whoa. And then I asked the client for all of my footage back because I only had like one sec, one to three seconds or clip, whatever it is. But they gave me all the footage back and it took me six months to dissect it. To slow down, to slow down 25 minutes of footage times 12, you know, you're looking at hundreds of hours. And then, and then the, the weirdest objects came. Something that was very militant. It, it was like two boomerangs. One came 20 kilometers away. To the left of the drone like a flank the other one to the right of the drone all systematic boom boom as if a craft that was in the center just ejected a flanking maneuver by two boomerangs these threads and then I, for me it was game over so then i sat with that and i thought whoa it's got to be something about the smoke and i remembered all the conspiracy theories about the chemtrails you know this was something that was in the ufo thing for quite a while and uh i then acquired a piece of land on the lake 20 kilometers away from where I filmed that from the other lake system. And it was game on. I decided to have a look in every smoke. And from day one, they were there. It was, I just, I couldn't believe my luck in, in a certain fashion. Um, that's how I found them through the first day. So did you have a previous interest in sort of weird stuff or paranormal-related stuff? You know, I had weird stuff. I've lived by myself my whole life. I grew up on a horse farm in the middle of nowhere, which is the same surroundings as now, the bush felt. And we had fires every day. I had to be hospitalized for like two weeks with brain pneumonia, but they they didn't know what it was. They took like a lumbar puncture, but the the, the hospital didn't really understand what was happening with my, my brain infection. And after that, I couldn't sleep because I had numbers. If I, if, if I went to sleep, it just numbers in my brain. And then my mom took me to many doctors and eventually they worked out that I was sleeping with a feathered pillow. They gave me ear grommets. And only later in my life now, when I'm doing this, I go back to what on earth was that as I was alone on a farm having these weird things. And it, I've slept on many feathered pillows since then and I haven't dreamt of numbers. Um, and then comes my only first visual event and that was in 2013 and uh, my girlfriend had asked me to go and close the car window because it was raining and I stepped onto our balcony and then out at sea from us I could see like night rider lights boom 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 
We wet ourselves. I called her out. We stood on the balcony. I phoned two friends. They came over. The four of us just watched five lights turn to four lights, turn to three, to two, two. And then it left one remaining light in the sky from seven o'clock at night till 11 o'clock at night. It did not move. Put my camera on a tripod and I just filmed that black and white sky. At 12 o'clock, I saw all of these objects release into the sky. Then I found myself running around our community with no electricity, 12 o'clock at night, filming these two uh, beige, beige, yellowy, white orbs and one red one fly right through the middle of our town. And at that stage, I I'd, I'd just got my, my hands and knees into a, our soccer field, which is only sand. There's no grass. It's a sand soccer field. And I sat there in fear. And I couldn't believe that I was actually just so damn scared. I was shaking scared that I actually almost ran home. I had a good, a, a good pace about it when I went home. And then I realized I got home at half past one, but I only took three pictures, you know. And, and then later, now that I'm doing this, then I go back to that event. I'm like, man, why did I get so bloody scared like that, you know? And so from 2013, uh, I was on the UFOlogy on YouTube because of that one event. But I think that's when they arrived in our community. So you, have you got, is it a big community of people? Where you, um, about 4,000 4, strong and only about okay. 60, 60 expats. Okay. And um, did anybody, I know you said you got your friends around, did anybody else in the community witness? We have loads of UFO stories. Um, okay. Basically, everyone, everyone has seen something that they cannot explain. And when we sit at a bar together, everyone has their little story about something. Cool. And do they are they similar to like the, the red like orbs or kind of more the recipient, you know, like uh, especially the homeowners that have the view out to see at night. Those are the ones that see some re really good, weird reciprocating lights, you know. Um, okay. So a lot of a lot, a lot of interesting stories, and especially now, not everyone believes me. But the ones that do send me these messages like, please, can you have a look at this? And I can say, oh, it's a flare. You know, your, your iPhone in the sun gives a blue little dot there. It's a flare. That blue yeah. dot is not an orb. And I've constantly got to do that. <laughs> it's surprising. That you have to do that quite a lot on the internet yeah. as a whole. Everybody's yeah. um, so, <clears throat> did So from 2013 or before that, did you have any kind of – paranormal experience apart from the numbers um did you have any other no. kind of paranormal no nothing at all no 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 it, it so just we, we do find it just that, my interest yeah we do find that sometimes when people have these experiences with ufos or for want of a better phrase ufos uaps um or these orbs they tend to have had some kind not all but a lot tend to have some kind of paranormal events growing up or they'd seen something like that when they were smaller and it seems to have followed them through sort of the years but so 2013 happens you start going on youtube you get your camera out um that leads you up to sort of near lockdown was there any other experiences between 2013 and sort of the lockdown time where you saw different types but, of objects or 
uh, I would say, I would say no, like visually no. But now that I've got so far, when I think back at certain moments, there is that intuitive, uh, the invisible side of it, you know, the one that you could not prove to anybody. There is this conscious thing. Yeah, sorry. Come on. I was going to say, did you get the impression that these lights were intelligently controlled on their own or they were part of the group? Oh, no, oh, no, 100%. In fact, straight away, when those two flanked the drone in such a vigorous manner, uh, it was immediate straight away, straight away for me. Do you get a sense of, so going back to the red lights, do you get um, a sense of whether these red lights and these orbs were like their own entity. So, so for example, it's a licorice all sorts. I think, I think so many, there's so many different ones and I think they all have different abilities, you know? Um, So it's hard to pinpoint, but if we're talking about that red one, I think in your law, you know about that red one. He seems to be highly special. There seems to be only one in in the whole licorice all sort family. Um, and there seems to be hierarchy. Every element seems to have that? a different. I think just in the the size, um, the size of some of the elements would would be larger. And when you're looking at a consistency of everything being roughly the same size, when you just get that one that is larger, but then he has like bodyguards. When when he flies past or she, whoever it is, there's two that directly follow. You know two that directly follow and no other object has that and uh, I, I, I called her the queen to begin with um, but every time I catch she gets bodyguards that that follow it and on the outskirts so wherever the fire is go one kilometer east north south west away from the fire find a nice tree and that's where that object is going to be so not directly coming out of the fires they're sort of Nothing surround does. the fire. No, nothing does. Um, out of the 300 odd fires I've been to, you can sit with on top of that fire with a drone and you can watch nothing come up vertically from a flame. Nothing. Very hard to, 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 to perceive this. But if we just have, have to go back to the first instrument that's being used, why we can't see ash, is the Mavic Air 2 drone that I'm using has the shallowest focal range of 22 millimeter wide angle. It is a drone for beautiful, wide landscapes. When the drone is up 100 meters, when you look down at a tree, you cannot see a leaf. And there's no way you're going to see a piece of ash. It's just too small for that sort of... Um, and, uh, That's yeah. a nice drone, then. It's nice a great drone. drone. I, wish, I, wish I, had a, I wish I had a much better drone, to be honest with you, because now that we zoom into small objects, you just need that extra. And more frames per second would be great. You know, I, I can film them at the moment going from a square to a circle, but going up to that 240 frames per second, then you can watch the transition from a square to a circle. And that would be the interesting stuff. So when you're talking about these fires, how big are these fires that you're filming? They are, I, I have gone to bushfires, forest fires. Uh, we've got rubbish dump fires. We've got personal house fires. We've got clearing land fires, soccer field fires. The... The wetland is, is what I built my camp with. It's the reed and the laka laka, and it's highly flammable. It burns when it's wet and green. And this entire wetland is a massive wetland 
that is highly, highly combustible. And it creates this pink, pink, thick smoke because it's not on a, a raging fire. It's a smoldering wetland fire. There's water underneath and it's burning when it's green. So it ranges and between, we've got no rules. There, there is no municipality here to control any garbage fire, house fire. There isn't any. So here in, in the northern Natal and southern Mozambique, it's probably about 200 fires every single day. Every day, nonstop. Um, it's, it's, it's so large because if I had to take 300 fires, 99% of all the smoke heads in one direction. It's fascinating. It's almost purposeful to get the smoke to move down the line to somewhere. Um, and then they swim upstream to it, you know? Okay. So I've seen on one of your videos, you, you're filming and one of the elementals has, has come against the wind. Yes. Because you can see the direction of smoke. Thank come you. against the wind, which is about like a 25 mile an hour wind, I think you, you said the, it was. Fires, fires love wind. It's very rare that I'm not in a strong wind with a fire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you, you start filming all these things and do you get a sense that they're always going to be there or this is the this is where i'm going to freak everyone out and some people are going to go that go guy it. has lost his marbles go for it <laughs> i the hijacker came but we i want to discuss that later it's very in depth um he came to my house um i burnt my face off i had strange marks um and i got to film him in my house not house, my land, uh, my camp, a being in a tree. And um, for, for three months, my face burnt, just burnt uncontrollably. I thought it was actually my LCD screen of my laptop that was affecting all my sun damage, you know, from being in the sun for so long. And I had to just every night put aloe vera on my face just to calm the burning. I couldn't figure it out. Um, right, so you just freaked me out a little bit just there. Yeah, I, I, we'll come back to it. It's a big story. Yes, come, okay, we'll come back to it. Oh, can yeah, you yeah, ask me yeah. that question again, please? Yes, yeah, we will. Now. <laughs> yes. that uh, uh, The first question, I strayed a little bit there. No, that's fine. You you carry on talking. We'll just, we just go with the conversation. So don't worry about that. Okay. Um, you, you're talking about a conscious, a conscious connection um, that I might be having with them is that is that what you're, you're yeah potentially or, or you you're getting some kind of this is oh sorry yeah, probably, yeah. yes thank you this yeah, is what I wanted a, to like tell you. a conscious kind of it was awareness it, that it, it, it was it was and it is highly highly intuitive based and a lot of my friends ask me but why you Daryl and I hate that question because I live alone and I'm an empath my skill is intuition. It has been my, my whole life's thing. I, I, I'm the best salesperson. I, I, I'm a, a people reader. And being a, a nature photographer where I've done everything from the ocean, fish to the, to the land, the birds, the seas, I've actually covered absolutely everything about our nature and wildlife. For me, this was the next, only the next thing that I could film that's new to me. I've done everything. Um, so let me give you a modern day event. I get an SMS from a service provider. That is how weird it is. It is a an, an stock standard load airtime SMS. 
0614-584-5801. And I get that. Oh, God. I quickly charge my battery because I know I've been lazy now and I haven't got two batteries prepared for the flight. I go outside and Struis Bob, there's the fire. But they're not in all fires. But they are in all my messages fires. So my strike rate over 300 fires and 300 messages, my strike rate for the message is close to 90%. So you get a notification on I your just, phone. From, I just get just from, say, a stock standard, stock standard, do you want to buy airtime? That's, that's the message. And I use that and then there I fly. It is, it is so weird. But then now you can go to collecting data, which was the purpose for me around everything, was do it every day. And then eventually, eventually you're going to see a pattern. I filmed them 400 meters up on my hill, hovering over my friend's house is aerial, just hovering over the aerial. It sees the drone, it leaves the house, comes past, does its little tilt, and he flies off. What was he doing hovering over a massive antenna? Exactly what I'm talking about. They, they, are, in, they are actually tapped in. It's, it's, this is my opinion, by the way. They are tapped into absolutely everything. Um, everything in my opinion so do, you, so do you see these with your naked eye or is it just on your I see the flickers uh, you know when, 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 I, when I'm where I'm standing I, I can fly the drone um, a kilometre out turn the drone towards the house and I can watch them shoot out from where I'm standing so I know they're there but in my eyeball they would just be flickers you would never be able to, to judge those flickers but um, I, I like filming them from a distance, looking back at where I'm standing, and I, I catch crazy things. So they're there everywhere. They know what is going on. They also, step by step, have fed. Uh, if you go back to my very first video, very boring. One element, you know? And then you go to all, all 300 videos, and then the stuff that they're showing now, but they certainly have done it gradually. It wasn't everything all at once in the beginning. Do you think they were sort of testing you, as it were? Say, so sort of like, is he? I'll, I'll send you. Uh, we, we'll we'll keep up now. I'll send you all the videos um, of the bean, mm -hmm. and and all yeah. the elements flying through uh, my camp uh, that specific day. I, I I think I wasn't meant to catch them to begin with at that Cozy Bay Lake system. As yeah. soon as I came twenty kilometers to build my own camp, I turned my cell phone on. The drone took off. And that connection online, like we're talking about, there I am, boom. Uh, uh, it's as if whatever they caught from me there is, and sure, I would have been the most interesting person for them because of my ADHD in doing this. Um, I live with an African culture. I sleep with three dogs in my bed alone as a 45-year-old man. I have no more family left. My mom died in Corona, and I have nothing left. And I live with a culture. So if somebody wants to go like, wow, Daryl, I think if you look at the whole piece of, I may seem very, very interesting for, for them at this point in time. Especially when I look at YouTube and how crazy the world is. We're living in a little bit of a utopia here at the moment. I haven't ever worn a mask. Can you believe it? I never got to wear a mask. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, everybody. I really am. I really am sorry. But I got locked up. So you refer to the elementals as they or she's or the, the queen, you call one of them. What do you think they actually are or where do they come from? 
What's your thoughts and feelings? I, um, I, I had I had somebody from from Belgium, I think, who who feed on Twitter is called Contact, and uh, she started to to look inside of these elements. You know, at first I saw one or two faces, but I didn't want to go there. I really didn't want to push that. I didn't want to go there, but she didn't force it. But we just found ourselves looking inside of them, and. Uh, yeah, and then came the learning. Then came the real stuff because they all got beings behind them. Every single one of them is piloted. It's it's not just okay. it's not just a biological element doing its thing. It's um, it's got something behind, and it seems to be very connected, like a, like a, a beehive in a way. So like hmm. one person controls all of them. Okay, so is this? entity controlling them is it inside like the threads or, or let's just say let's let, let, oh. let's get to where my brain is and then you guys you guys can 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 do your own hypothesis yeah, yeah. yeah i don't think that you can get a massive big craft traveling through that magnificent web ellis photo 500 million light years away without some amazing tech to protect that steel frame work of a craft i i think this is quite implausible and if it is they would have to be very close like our moon to be able to handle just a 240 kilometer journey whatever it is to travel the entire expanse of this universe as we know you have to have a technology like they have which is a plasma projection you'd be able to visit every single galaxy with this technology and um they're like portals. They are like projected plasma portals. Not the threads. The threads, the threads seem to be more of a solid, a solid base. You get the threads, you get the forktail threads, then you get these um, it's fatter than a thread, but when you look inside of it, you can almost see like stars and space. Um, and then you get the discs. Um, and when you look inside the discs, then you get a being, just a face of a being, like a portrait. And then you will get like a, a manta ray shape. And when you look inside the manta ray shape, you actually get a background and you get triangles of rock. So you go start to, you start, I'm starting, you start to see location. And the more we look in it, we can see beings and a location behind um, 90 degree walls, boxes with, with inscriptions on them. Yeah, it, it really does go, it goes to, to something really hectic. When you're saying look inside, what you mean with that? Are you like zooming in like closer? Or 100%, you know, I, I wasn't into it, but a lot of the people on Twitter now take a picture and they put on their iPhone or their phone and they're able to see a lot more by adjusting shadows and exposures and lightness in that black space. But if you have a black piece of ash the size of a tennis ball, you shouldn't be able to see anything inside of it. And it's quite easy to lighten up that black and boom, there's everything inside of it. So it's a, it was, you will see a little, a flip flap of a black uh, thing, you know, like, bop, bop, bop. but when you slow it down, it's actually looking. So you say tennis ball size, is that the size that these elementals are? Or they, the, the I, I, I would, they shape shift. Uh, all, all of them, all of them shapeshift. Every single one of them, I would say they can range from size from a mosquito to maybe, may, maybe even a car. 
they could also all collect together and become a bigger element. Who knows? But um, they release and, and they collect elements as well. So I saw one of your videos. Well, there's two videos that I wanted to quickly mention because you mentioned with plasma projection <clears throat> portal. So there's um, a video that you've got of an object, like a, a dark object moving across the screen. And you describe it as like popping them out. I think it is the word you use. You, you, see, you see these lights coming out. Is is that a portal that they're coming out of and the, the portal's just moving? Or is it would, it is would have to be? Like, it would have to be because what the element that spits the white objects out has got no depth and field. It's paper thin. Okay. That's interesting. Never, never no, thought of a portal. I know. It's, 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 when you think of it, you think of like a, like a gap. Well, it looks like it disappears when it flutters. It looks like it's gone. It's like, oh, where have you gone? But it hasn't gone. It just turned to the side. It's that thin. So one of the other videos is, um, I'm trying to describe it. It, it, like this light that looks like a plasma ball or something going sort of up and close to the screen. I can only describe it as that because I couldn't really identify what it was. It looks like a ball, but all lit up all the way around. The bright white object. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've I've caught, I've caught it twice um, in in three years. A very rare little object, and uh, I just wish I had a better camera for that. Would love to have a look. It, it's got really sharp ray, mm. you know. Yeah, because it, it's those that really stand out to me as being like something unusual. It's I definitely know, a plasma of some sort. Yeah, and it it definitely appears to be something that I haven't sort of seen like that before, if that makes sense. Kind of. The only time I've seen something like that, uh, I'm actually looking at It's from August the 15th. There's um, some plasma photos that you've got up on Twitter. I'm just looking at as we speak. I can't even share the screen. I've always had. Um, but it's from August the 15th on your Twitter feed. Um, okay. th there's another video. What's it? I've got so many questions. That's so no apologies problem. if I'm just no spitting them out. It's, it's nice <laughs> so, for me to actually get it out as well. So yeah, know. definitely. And we, we like to provide this platform for people just to, to get it out. Um, so if we're a bit off on a tangent, that's cool. Yeah. We'll just go with it, and we that's how we like to do it. Um, so looking at some of the photos and some of the videos that you post, it reminds me of somebody in the UK called Anthony Wood. Now, Anthony Wood would go out every day in the UK with um, a video camera, old camera, like not digital, analog, pointing up at the sky and all these weird objects would appear. And some of the stuff that you are putting videos up of and some of the photos that you put up are very reminiscent of his stuff. I'll send you some of those because I think you'd be interested to see that. Anthony Wood. Anthony Woods. It's around year 2000, 2002. He is on, it's on Google and stuff like that. You, you would be able to find his stuff. Um, I think it was just it was that time of, of around the 2000s that he, his story came out. 
and that was it. UFO magazine in the UK covered it. But it's very similar stuff to what you're posting. And some of the photos that you've taken are very strange, I must admit. Um, and like Ash said, where do you think they're coming from? Because I don't know if, if you sort of pinpointed it's... where you... Are they earth, earthly entities? Because of the projection... The, the portal, the portal system, the projection system, that tech is far away. You, you, you're not from the moon and you're projecting to Earth. I, I can't see that system happening. So I think the moon could be a base, you know, as they live with us. But originally their tech is from a very, very far distant galaxy. But, but coming back to this, I don't forget it. Um, just videos or somebody somebody sent the NASA pictures of my threads that I'm filming and they yes. match up exactly. And NASA filmed mm -hmm. them with the Apollo mission on the moon. Yeah, identical identical fork tails. So and NASA also put down what are these threads and it was it was a bit of a story about that. I, I don't know. I came up with the name thread, not that I'd ever heard it before, but now the word thread is being used. I, I, I don't know why that happened. Is that just uh, subconsciously, we all just came up with the word of a thread. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, like who coined the word thread? <laughs> I just don't know. And now I'm, I'm looking at another video that I'd seen as well. It was from August the 10th that you put up, um, where you say you're an intuitive photographer that was filming climate change before you filmed them. And, and there's some white objects steaming past the camera. Um, the only way, I, and there's some other objects as well, but they look like white Tic Tacs. Um, hundred percent. No, no, the the one that I told you um, above the antenna mm -hmm. is a tic, is it in a Tic Tac form? The alien face is in a Tic Tac form. It it makes a bunny ears, and that bunny ear sort of. Um, if you flip the bunny as the other side, it would be in the shape of a tic-tac, but on the inside is actually like a, a coffee bean. Okay. There are quite a few other photographs I want to talk about, but I think Ash has got a question, so I'll... <laughs> no, I was just going to say, like, you sort of mentioned Twitter, and obviously you shared some of the stuff from NASA, and you're quite vocal on Twitter. Thank uh, you. Kind of like, uh, I don't really care what you think. This is the reality. Uh, there's uh, no choice. The world is screwed yeah. at the moment. We can go for it. Yeah, I think that's pretty, pretty, just pretty refreshing to see. Thank you. What as what as sort of the reaction you've got from sort of either the general public or anyone in what you had good bad reactions to what you've been posted or I what, actually what, expected I expected way worse. I've had one naysayer. I expected a bombardment of ridiculous, stupid, unfounded, unknowledgeable questions. And not not many. I think people are, they, what can you say? You know, how, how can you explain it in a certain fashion? I think people that watch one movie, they're going to go to Ash. Ah, that got to fire, there's Ash. But through repetition, you, you, you see the pattern and it becomes impossible. I hope you guys have sort of seen that. That uh, it probably it could be about maybe one percent that's going to be ash, but the rest, it's just not. I'm afraid. Yeah, because I, I think when the fires are involved, people 
potentially are going to say Ash or Amber, Embers, whatever. But then when you look through your timeline, a lot of the stuff that I see doesn't appear to be like remains of a, a fire. There's You took a photo of a golden orb. Oof, it was a good one, 100%. Now... Yeah, that's hundred percent. Now, now that's when I that's when I use my five D and I use my seven D Mark II. And that is a, um, I said, in very interesting. That's that for anybody listening um, on Twitter. You go to August the tenth, and you you'll see the golden orb. And these are the, these are the ones that stay around my house watching. These are the the watches um, yeah. and I know it's, it's really hard to say um, but yeah I, I can literally film an element just hovering in one spot for over an hour straight across um, straight across from me it's quite crazy yeah but I'm yeah. still alive yeah well that's a bonus <laughs> definitely so what why so going back to a question that you said you'd been asked a while ago why you why out of everybody why do you think that they're say allowing you to see them or i think i think encouraging you to see i think them? if you see my entire 1500 strong feed i can't see many people around the world um, having to have um, no materialism i don't own shoes i'm barefoot i don't own shoes um, and everything is for free and I want to just get it all out there and I am ridiculously persistent. I, I will make sure we cover every single inch of it. And um, I'm very creative. I play music every day on my guitar. Um, I draw and I paint. I do movie. I, I'm basically, I, I do everything to keep myself as creative as possible. Um, and that that helps with my loneliness at being 45. I can't import a girl into this bush. It's, it's not that easy. It's quite a tough life out here. But yeah. without the creativity, I'd be screwed. But also without the creativity, I don't think I'd be here with with this sort of phenomenon. It's quite do a you think it's, Yeah, so I was going to say, do you think your creativity is part of the fact that you're able to... It has to, it, it, it has to, you know, I felt so different my whole life because of this bloody intuitive impulse, creative feeling that I've always had. Mm. Um, it has to, it, it just simply has to. I, I, I'll give you one example. I'll, in fact, I'll give you two examples. Now, I, I'm not an atheist, but I'm not religious, but I am spiritual. I was baptized as a child, so I, I guess I'm Christian and baptized and all of that. But I, I don't practice it, and uh, but I don't break any of the laws, and I make sure that I give 20% or 30% of everything I have to everybody else. I make sure that my whole life I've kept it clean without a religion. So when I took this land, I knew it was going to be hard. I knew that I'd going to have to get the capital, um, live by myself and suffer, you know, while I build one house to two to three. So I prayed. For the first time in my life, I prayed. But with meaning, you know, but not to God or not to Jesus, but to everyone, to Allah, to Jehovah, to the deities, to my mom, to my dad. And boom, like as if I got hit, it just says, 
I can't help you unless you help yourself. A stock, standard, subconscious type of a, a thought. And I, I, I never prayed because I know the power of the subconscious. And you can be talking to yourself when you pray and answering, you know, it's very powerful, the subconscious. But I love the experiment of understanding like what a strong word. I couldn't believe it. It really was quite strong. And the very next day I went to go and have a meeting and three years later I built the camp. Two weeks ago, oh sorry, I also had my house burnt down during the filming last year of all of us. I lost everything. I also had a house fire. We'll come to that later. But because my house burnt, it, it burnt my car key, it burnt all my documents, it burnt all my clothes, it burnt everything I've ever owned since the day I've left school. I lost everything. Had to start again. I lost all all. Anyway, so because I lost my passport, I had to go last week, uh, a week before last, by walking across this border with both the border police on South Africa, Mozambique inside, the army, Mozambique inside, the army, South African side. I had to pay somebody to help me crawl through this fence to go 100 kilometers away to get my passport. But okay. now I'm really nervous. I'm really, 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 really nervous. So... I've come this far, you know, I've come this far. I know I've got watches. I know it. So I close my eyes and I, I look, I look up, I take big, big, big breaths and I have the cleanest sort of question that I want to ask them. Please, can you protect me? That's all I ask. But I ask God, I ask the universe again, my mom and dad, I, I put all of them in there, but I do it with meaning and boom again. In my eyelids, it's so weird, it's so weird because I'm not this deep person. The word R-A-E. I'm like, what? Excuse my Italian, you know, what the hell, Daryl? R-A-E, what, what, what on earth would that just come up? I don't even have a friend called Ray, you know? So I Google it, and it means the wise protector. So you, when, it, when I'm asking for protection... And the word R-A-E comes up. I just go, but you know, hold on a second. There's no way that I knew the meaning of Ray. I know that. I just didn't. How? And why just one word and nothing else? And why did it mean the wise protector when I'm asking for protection? It's that, it's that stuff. I can't talk about my friends. I'm talking on the podcast, but I can't tell my mates. It's, um, it's really bizarre. But... It's a one in one billionth chance that I knew what that word meant at that specific time. Wow. What I wanted to ask was, what do you think the elementals, what do you think their purpose is? Why? why the timing, the, 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 the UFO Twitter world and all of you guys, the timing. Just go look at the timing. So, so what would it take for something that can only be caught on a camera to be seen? What would it take? And then ask yourself, who would they go to? And if they found somebody who accidentally was so who found them, would they carry on and show more piece by piece? Or would they have taken the drone out? How You've seen them always pass the drone. How hard is it to take the drone out? They, on the big events, the drone stops dead still. The, the phone vibrates in my hand. I get a big red bar around my screen and I can't move it. Left, right, nothing. It just goes and the drone stops dead still. When I review the footage, Oh, there's something really special. So they, they're able to stop the drone for that 10, 20 seconds. But then they let the drone continue to film the element. It's very hard to figure out. Well, what do they want? Do they, they can easily just completely stop it. Do you, 
you say you've got dogs with you. Yes. Are they like large guard dogs, I'm assuming, something like that? Oh, we, we've got hippos. I've got hippo in my garden. Every night they bark. Every night it's just a game. <laughs> Um, uh, they jump up off the bed every three seconds nonstop. So I'll never know if it's the beings or the hippo. It's just nonstop at night for me. I'll be honest. I didn't think I'd hear the word hippo. <laughs> I talked about hippo in a podcast. He's, 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 eaten, he's eaten all of our spinach. So he's not in, the, in, oh, in no. our favorite yeah, in our favorite books at the moment. Hippo in Do my the, garden. Yeah, <laughs> it, is, it is just like that. Um, so when, you, when you're out, do you take the dogs with you when you go out with the drone? No, no, no. 90, 90, 90%, 90, about 90% of all events I can fly straight from my house. Okay. Do they, the dogs sense that there's something out there, aside from I, the I've been watching both of them, and, and they act weird all the bloody time. Um, I okay. think they have to. As they, they, they have to. They act weird all the time. At night, especially in day, uh, the people keep them busy. But at night, it's every sound, every noise. It's it's ridiculous. Bless them. <laughs> so I want I want to go back to the hijacker story and okay. just, just hear that and learn more about what happens with mm. that. Right, yeah, you must go back some feeds. I don't know where he is. I posted so much so quickly, but um, I didn't notice him. I, I noticed what was coming out the tree. So it was one of those beautiful mornings and we, we get the sun ray. So the sun has just ridden, risen and the camp had some mist in it. And it just gave this heavenly, oh, it was, was just a beautiful morning. And um, so what I was filming was this object shooting out of the tree, an object coming under the table, around the house, all these weird objects. That's what I was filming. And then... Um, my friend from contact just sent me a message to say, listen, do you know what is sitting in your tree? And I, I fell off my chair, off it completely. Because then when you examine it, the thing that I was watching come out of the tree escaped from the shadow being, leaving the shadow. Ah, it was, it's, it's, it's mad. Um, and then also just amazing elements like bronze, like the threads, like take the threads, but bronze gold shiny bronze gold I, i've never filmed him in any in, in any fire i've only filmed him at home and he came with the shadow being um yeah um and then from that point on my, uh, my skin just took off eh? uh, i really really some serious face burning issues so um, did it like rash or anything like that or was it just no the it, it was it was, it was a, as if i was sunburnt in 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 my face from from forehead through to the nose to the chin um, but when I say uncontrollable burning and I have no, I had no access to doctors or I just didn't know what to do, man. Um, and every night it was, I had to, uh, um, we have some aloe vera in our garden, you know, so it was the only cream that I had to put on my face. So I put it on my face and basically what was happening is every sun spot or sun or mark that I had on my face at the same time, every single one of them decided to get aggravated, all of them. And um, then, a, then a friend said to me, listen, I can't help you. I said, well, listen, there's something happening. I've, I've got cancer. Something is, ha how, how can my face be burning like this? Yeah. So he said to me, well, I've got this cream. It's a, it's a cancer treatment cream, but what it's going to do is it's going to further burn what's already there and it will, will just burn it out. And I was forced to do a cancer chemo 
and I burnt everything out off my face. And even now today, like there's some days where there's a little tingle, but I don't have to put any aloe vera on my skin. I, they forced me to, to get rid of all my bloody problems. But it was hectic. It was something it was something quite hectic. So it sounds like kind of like a radiation burn. It it, it could hundred percent. Um I think it could be a hundred percent. The same radiation when I when I fly over my house, my camera wobbles. I get a camera wobble and then I get obstruction both front and back. So there's okay. a zone. There's this okay. little patch of zone. And I think it's that that zone. How long did that last for? Still carrying on. You're talking about right. the zone or the face? Oh, the, the burning. The burning. It's, it's yeah. still carrying on. Um, you know, every two or three days when my face sort of like, oh, hold on a second. It's just like, you know, really going for it. And um, you're... Yeah, it's still going on. I'm, I'm having big memory losses at the moment, and I'm, I'm, I'm truly hoping that I'm going to be okay <laughs> through all of it. You know, like too much is maybe not a good thing, but I am finding big chunks. Like I leave shit to the, uh, yeah, I'm finding big chunks of memory going. Do you experience any kind of missing time or anything like that do you feel like this yes else yeah this is this is the memory talking. stuff this yeah you just be like shit i actually went to go and have a shower i left all my stuff there but now i'm back on my computer what happened i thought you were completely you completely completely forgot big tasks in its entirety and uh, a little bit worrying a little bit worrying it could just be very tired me just being very tired because i've been Examining small things for three years now, you know, it's quite a thing. Mm. <laughs> Such an incredible story. So yeah, far. I know it's crazy as hell. It's no crazier than other people we've spoken to about stuff, and the the fact that you've got you're able to provide evidence and a lot of it of things that you're experiencing. That, yeah, that, that, that is definitely. the one thing. I, I, I don't think I would ever be able to speak about something unless I had enough data and enough to talk about it. So what, what, why did you start putting it on to Twitter and for everyone else to I, see what's your... I, I didn't, because it was creative, I opened my, a, a, a YouTube channel, but not like what everyone says, oh, you made a YouTube channel, you're going to make money. No, it wasn't like it. Unmonetized, I had mu a music bed subscription, so the artist gets everything for the music means nothing to me but uh, i was making like very dramatic they were quite dramatic with music and you know but then i was thinking this is like the wrong way to do it you know i can carry on making these fun looking videos but you're not going to get anywhere and um it's very aggravating reading everyone wanting to know everyone i want to know meanwhile i'm sitting with all this information so i thought let's go for it and not in the hopes of becoming famous in the hopes of a ca catching nasa's attention my actual aim is to attach with NASA because I know that NASA does not know that they've been doing this on the ground. They had the evidence of them in space. They have all of the photos by billions of them, but I don't think anyone attached it like what we're about to attach it, them on Earth doing this in the fire. So my hope and, is that. And NASA are now doing UFO things and UAP things and study into that, so that's... I really hope oh. they've looked at some of my stuff, you know, because for some for some NASA people it would have been clear immediately. They would have been, oh my god, 
holy holy cow i um I, as we're talking i'm still scrolling through your twitter feed which is it's a, an in- incredible document of everything that's happening thank on you a, thank on the you. timeline um there's <clears throat> some photo there's actually a video I, I saw it a bit earlier and you are filming from behind your your canon camera and you zoom in on the back of the camera and you can see what you say is a, a craft of some kind 100 percent. what i mean it it definitely looks out of place i'll be honest with you um so do you get to see we've talked about tic-tac shapes some thread shapes some manta ray style ones some discs um the plasma projections these craft where do they sit for want of a better phrase in this hierarchy or are they the same thing are they they are they they are the the thing they are the um the craft all of these would be the exploratory the data capturers the the observers but um that plasma you remember the journey goes of giving bits and pieces at a time bits and pieces and then one day there he was just sitting there for the very first object i could see with my with my bare eyes and um in that zone there is nothing there It, it is just pure bush and um no one else had the visual on it. If you look at the trees to the left, the trees to the right, and yep. if you look at my neighbor and my other neighbor and this neighbor, no one else would have seen it. It put itself straight across the lake in front of my house. Yeah. I'm looking at it now. It's, a, it's a, again, incredible piece of... Oh, and he was shooting uh, things out. There was things escaping when you slow it down and you zoom in on my other footage. He yeah. releases He releases threads. So I think, um, yeah. So I want to. I do want to talk more about these the things that are spitting out possible um, origins of this, and also what the future holds for you. What we think is going to happen. I think we should do that in a in a second part, maybe yeah. just to give us some more time, just to go through your footage and, and get more of a feel. Because there's a lot of stuff on there. Thank you. So I think for this episode, we, we can sort of wrap up where we've got to. So we've gone on a bit of a journey with you. And if it's okay with you, we'll do a second part in maybe a week or two weeks' time or, or whenever you're free. Yeah, and then we can go into a bit more bit more detail about the, the, the NASA connection um, and what we think, where the UAP studies worldwide and the global sort of progress that we're making with UAPs and all the sort of government um, funding that's coming coming out now, congressional hearings, it'd be good to start looking at how this fits into that, how it can fit into that, um, how they should be looking at this. And if that's okay with you, we we can do a second part and we'll have like another hour. 100%. That. Awesome. But yeah, um, if, if you're cool with that, we'll do that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But to come quickly back to, as far as I'm concerned, disclosure through the NASA line is going to be the cleanest and the best way to do it. And I truly believe 
that maybe even from my elements with NASA elements could be the keyhole, could be the way that they could, you know, transition yeah. this from the elements they filmed. Oh, they're on Earth now. And then and then they can go and look inside the portals at a later stage. You know, they yeah. can. there's levels, but they can definitely, definitely start start with me. <laughs> this, this whole UAP um, paranormal thing has definitely got levels. And that, that is, that's a great way of saying it. Great way of saying it. You've got people like Skinwalker Ranch, Stardust Ranch that we've, we've spoken about in previous podcasts where portals are opening up there. Um, do you feel, as a, a sort of a last question for me on this, this episode, do you feel that like the paranormal, so unexplained events, orbs, that kind of thing, UFOs, they're all the same thing. Do you believe 100%. that? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. That's what it's we think. Multi multi leveled. So yeah, so it's definitely. so deep. It's unbelievably deep. When when you said levels, that that perfectly sums the whole subject field up. There are levels. Yeah. Some well, people experience the this level, and some people like yourself are experiencing different levels. So, for for now, thank you so much for your time. Amazing, enjoy, guys. Thank thank you very much. Pursuit of the paranormal with Ash and Greg.